properties are cozy and snugged. We own many properties. Why is that important? Because that's one way how to make money. And that's one way how to feed your family. I love it. Good job. Hello. Good day. This is Stephen Lee, transmitting live from Cinnamon Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. This is the Black Wall Podcast. I'd like to give a special New Year's uh, blessings and hello to everybody. This is the uh, first cast that I've recorded in the new year of 2023. I usually don't like to time date uh, and stamp my my transmissions too much for multiple reasons, but I think that's important to say Happy New Year. Today, our topic is going to be terms and conditions, rules and regulations, and vision. These things are all very, very important in real estate investing, investing period, especially the buy and hold mind frame. Once again, um, as you guys already know, my background is uh, a buy and hold investor in all types of things, whether it be physical commodities, uh, real estate, uh, art, and other things of that nature. But today we're going to talk about terms and conditions, rules and regulations, and vision. And when we usually see something that we refer to as terms and conditions, we usually see it as like fine print, right? Hold on, I got to adjust my shit a little bit. All right. We usually see it in like the fine print, like the little words. But I want to talk to you about the terms and conditions when you write them, when you create them. As far as life, investing, uh, work-life balance and all those fun things that none of us ever get right. The first time anyway. I want to tell a story about when I bit off more than I could chew. And... Let's just say the bear ate me that day. I did not eat the bear. So the property 75 Oak that I've recently talked to you about, myself and Jen's first uh, investment, we decided to use that property in experiment with something called leverage, right? A loan, however you want to dress it up. We wind up using that property as collateral, to get into a four unit in a emerging area of Atlanta, Georgia, uh, right as the stadium was being built, um, over in the English Avenue area. If anyone's familiar with that, this was a few years ago. And so we sold that property for 15,000. And once again, we've never really sold a property before or not. I mean, really, we've just never sold it before. So we didn't realize, you know, paying out the commission, uh, covering the taxes for that year, you held it, and all the other knick-knack paddywhack that goes with selling. 
that 15000 was not 15000 when it hit our bank account. It just wasn't. And the building was 30000 Before I get into all the mistakes that I made in just the purchase part of it, I just want to lay out that framework of what we were working with. So we were taking one asset that we owned full outright in cash, and we were essentially trading up. That's my own little uh, two cents of it. In that process, the weekend that we closed on the building, uh, squatter, vagrant, however the hell you want to put it, OD'd in there and died. And we found out about it because one of our uh, investor counterparts, who I'll leave nameless because his name's a little hot, but whatever. We'll get to him at some point. He'll have his own episode. Um, we'll just call him RW. So RW calls us, and he's like, uh, I'm pretty sure I just saw your property on the news. The, the body was in there. It just pulled the body out of there, an OD. I was like, what? So we go, we search, you know, Google. And sure enough, it's it's our building. It's, uh, yeah, it's Oliver Street. And, of course, that should have just been the, the absolute writing on the walls. But, no, being bullheaded, didn't even think that that was a bad omen. Just was like, oh, well, you know, this is just part of the game and tough it out. Guys, don't be fucking stupid, okay? When your instincts and your gut tells you something's not right, it, it, just listen the first time, okay? Just, just let me pay that lesson for everybody that's listening. Just just listen, okay? In matters of business, especially. Your instinct, when it says, ah, oh, this is, ooh, maybe I'm in too deep, don't let your ego talk you into the fact that you are not drowning. Because your ego's not going to be there to save you when you drown. Trust me. So. Ooh, the police pull the body out. I go in there. And it's a it, it's a drug den in there. It's it's an abandoned drug den. And the minute that we went in there, we knew we were fucked. But we had a successful food truck, so we just had a successful venture. We just bought that first property. We rolled that into this one, so we felt like we could do no wrong. We felt like we could fix anything. We were wrong. I believe we had a six-month term on that loan because we wind up uh, giving the owner the, the money, 15000 down, and then we owe him 15000 in six months. We were supposed to refinance. We've never financed, period, but yet we agreed to refinance in six months. Another dumbass idea, okay? If you've never done something before, don't give yourself such a short leash where... If you don't meet expectations, you're going to lose the property or lose your initial investment. Okay? That's a bad idea. That's an ego play. Trust me. I made that mistake for everyone listening. So once we just kind of scratch the surface of what a refinance on a, an abandoned drug den in an emerging area of the city looked like, we realized that we were swimming in a pool of, of sharks, there's only sharks in the pool that were willing to finance us. Okay? There's nobody else 
that was just going to do it straight above board. So we were going to, we, we realized that there's a whole seedy underworld of, um, let's just say gray area real estate financing out there. And trust me, you guys do not want to go down that road. Some of these people are not to be played with in that gray area of lending space in emerging markets in major cities. Once again, trust me, I paid this lesson for everyone. So we quickly realized that we don't have the money to cash this guy out. We don't have the money to renovate and actually get revenue or refinance with a real bank. And we realized that the pace of running our actual cash flowing business is taking up all of our time. In this six months, we ain't going to make it. Now, I got to give a little disclaimer here, okay? Because it's important to the story. This is before I was medicated and... um, and 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 was in therapy and and all this other good stuff that that we're experiencing now in life, right? From this uh, different point, this different vantage point in life. So I didn't handle this the best. I believe I called the guy up. I think I asked him for more time, and he kind of like pretty much was like, "No, you fucked up. I want the building back." And I lost it on him. Yeah, I lost it on him. I'm not going to say what I said or or anything of that nature, but let's just say I wasn't very professional, and the things that I said were not going to get me an extension from my lender. And that's what he was. He was my lender, regardless of whether I, you know, he was actually the, the previous owner or not. He was my lender. And as being the lender, he had the the mortgage agreement between us drawn up by his lawyer. So there was, this was ironclad. I wasn't getting out of this. I was very hurt. I was very hurt. I was also very embarrassed. I was very embarrassed because here I am riding this hot streak thinking I'm hot shit. And I just made a mistake in front of everybody. And that mistake just cost me my initial investment, right, from that first property that I just swore that I was going to make sure that I didn't squander that $10,000 from that festival. And I bought that first property, me and Jen. And here I go with my smart-ass idea trying to roll that into a four-unit because I'm listening to too many fucking podcasts. And I think I'm an expert, and I fucked it up. That's the long and short of it. So that's the terms and conditions part, right? You got to know what you're getting into before you start. And not from a vantage point of, oh, I've done this before. I've been successful. I'm a hard worker. I can make anything pop. That's not true. Let me tell you, that's not true. You're going to need more than that. You're going to need to know your terms, right? You're going to need to know the conditions, conditions being conditions of the market, right? Conditions of your pocket, conditions of your other businesses, conditions of the weather. There's a lot of conditions you need to put in factoring in into any real estate project, renovation, 
or or any facet, please pay attention to your terms and pay attention to the conditions around you. Right? That's very important. Now, rules. Rules and regulations. The rules state whoever's paying for it's in charge. Whoever lent the money is in charge. Whoever really owns it is in charge. You can't you can't halfway own something. Okay? I, I know it hurts everybody's heart. I know everybody wants to talk about it and all this other stuff. Just listen. The minute you have debt on something, you are now beholden to someone else. That makes you no longer in charge. That's it. They set right the rules and the regulations on how this deal will go. The minute you sign that paper and you agree to take debt, which is somebody else's money, to finance your vision, they are now in charge. Now, everybody is in charge differently. Some people are in charge and let you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Some people are in charge, they're going to micromanage you. Some people are in charge, they're going to blame you if stuff goes wrong. Some people are going to be in charge and always be up in the videos. And You, you know what I'm saying? We know what in charge looks like. What I'm trying to say is, is don't sacrifice your vision because you didn't understand the rules and regulations, right? You got to understand the rules and regulations. You have to. If you don't understand the rules and regulations of any game, you're going to lose. We're not here to debate the rules. We're not here to, to, to talk about if they're right, if they're morally acceptable. Listen, if it's legal, as a business person, it's your responsibility to know the rules. That's the legality of it. The regulations, that changes everywhere. That's sometimes it's unspoken what a regulation is. Sometimes a regulation means do it on the weekend if you don't want to get a permit, right? Some places are like that. I'm not saying where. I'm just saying that some places are like that. That's a regulation. That's not a rule. That's something that will keep you in line with your neighbors. Sometimes it's a regulation that when you move into an area or you're renovating a house, the neighbors are going to come by and want to see what the fuck you're doing. Now, you you do have the right to tell them to get off your property. And you do have the right to be secretive. But if the regulations of that block say that that's going to make them now call the code enforcement and knick-knack paddywhack on you about your garbage cans and da-da-da-da-da, was that really worth it? Right? So you got to be careful about the rules and regulations of each market and each deal that you're making. Each deal is going to have a different set of rules and regulations. Drive that block daytime, nighttime, afternoon, weekends, right? Because I'm telling you, I, I, I got an investment property off topic outside of somebody ODing in it that when I wind up buying it, I realized during the day when everyone's at work, oh, they selling dope on the street all day long. All day long. Okay. So back to the, what we're talking about. That's the rules and regulations part. 
So we cover terms and conditions in real life. As a an, as an investor, as I've experienced and seen it, not the shit that we've read on our fucking uh, credit card statement, the stuff that 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 we actually uh, create ourselves, the habits that we create ourselves, and some of the systems that we're going to need to survive and navigate this uh, this globe of financial sharks, because that's what we all are. Just we're all sharks, big, small, nice, hammer, uh, great white. We're all sharks out here when it comes to this money. Now, vision, this is where it's going to get tricky, y'all, because your vision is only your own. Man, ain't nobody fucking with your vision for real because they can't see it. They can't feel it. They don't dream about it. They don't wake up and and walk around and, and feel like something's missing from life because my dream wasn't accomplished. They don't understand that, y'all. You can't get mad at somebody for not having that same drive and passion as you. You can't. Because you're going to wind up having to show through your actions, through your passion, through your motivation, through your consistency and dedication to everyone around you that this vision is real and they just don't see it. You're going to have to get it to the point where you're making your vision so tangible that the people around you are starting to feel like they're missing out on not seeing it because it's obviously real because it's changing you. They're feeling the change and how it's affecting them. They just don't know exactly can put their finger on. What is it? It's your vision, right? And people always, they corrupt the vision. They always want to talk about the vision. The game is to be sold, not told. That's about vision. Your vision is your game. Now, how can you execute that? Because everybody's not just going to move out the way and move out the spot to let you get somewhere to make your shot. That's bullshit. You got other people with visions out here. And some people's vision right there next to you in your bed is conflicting to your vision. So what are you going to do? I'm not a relationship therapist, right? I'm actually the complete opposite. I suck at it. I've been told over and over that all I see is black and white and dollars and cents. So please don't listen to me if you think that you're going to get some fucking uh, kumbaya relationship, how to figure it out when you're obsessed with money here. That's not going to happen. Because I got the same problem. And I pay a really smart lady a lot of money every hour. To try to figure that out for me. Okay. But right here at this time. When we're on this goddamn black wall. We are going to talk about money. We're going to talk about holding that money. We're going to talk about growing that money. And we're going to talk about how not to let that money corrupt us and run us. While we do it. With a fucking smile. Because I'm smiling. Believe it or not. But with your vision. You have to figure out how to incorporate everything that you love into that vision so they don't start looking at your vision as the enemy. How they don't start feeling like they're in competition with your vision. I've failed at that many of times. Trust me, I've paid the lesson. Don't do it. Right? 
But when you're obsessed with your vision and you want your vision so bad that your reality is feeling off. You have to match your reality to your vision. I understand you. I'm here for you. I'm I'm creating this whole transmission for us. This is where we can feel safe with the fact that our vision is obsessive. This is an obsessive vision to take nothing and make something. You fucking right it is. And there's not a lot of places where you can be honest about that and not be punished. And I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards investing in money. Because it's somewhere where we can go and escape and get obsessed and grow something and build something. And society is a little bit more accepting of it. Because we made money while we did it. That's a conversation for another day. So with that being said. This transmission. Let's review boys and girls. Children of all ages. Cool cats and kittens. Terms and conditions. Make sure when you're running your business. And you're making deals. That you look at. The terms and conditions that you're agreeing to, as well as the terms and conditions that you already have in your life that you need to factor in to the deal. Right. There's two ways to terms and conditions. It's not just some little stuff that you that you, you want to find to uh, find comb read with a magnifying glass. It's a two way street. Rules and regulations. Learn the rules. Learn the rules to the game. Do you understand? The rules to the game. Who's who? What's what? What's a player? What's a referee? What's an owner? What's a manager? There's a difference. Learn that. Regulations. Things that might not be written down on paper, they might not, you know, stand up in a court of law, but they might get your ass in a court of law if you don't listen. Them regulations. Sometimes you need to fall in line. Sometimes you need to be regular. Sometimes you need to regulate, right? Regulations, different types of them. And vision. Vision is naturally a selfish and corruptible thing. Remember that. Keep it pure. Keep it honest. Keep it inclusive. And also keep it balanced, right? Balance should be part of your vision. If it's not, you're fucking up. Trust me, I've paid it for all of us. Listen. All right. So now we're going to go ahead out in this world. And we're going to shake. We're going to shake it up, man. We're going to make it do what it do. Be you. It's easy to do. Be confident. Be humble. Stay with God. And let's make a lot of money, man. Don't break any laws. If you do break any laws, don't get caught. If you get caught, you're fucked. You can't make any money now. And if you're listening to this, you obviously want to keep making money in your life. So I just told you a story where I just lost $15,000, right? And got foreclosed on through my business on a property. 
Now, we'll talk about insulating yourself from that and the foreclosure of on a business and the difference between that and your personal and if it was a bank and this, the credit report and all that shit. We'll cover that at another point. But the moral of the story is, is that me biting off more than I can chew, not knowing the terms, not knowing the conditions, not knowing the rules, not knowing the regulations, and not being clear on the vision. You understand? Cost me. Cost me big. Right? So, with that, I want to thank you. I want to have a blessed, happy, safe new year. And we'll pick this up later. Bye. Um, I think Daddy should make a lot of money so we can have more properties and make way more money than we're supposed to because I think making money means that we can that we can expand more of our properties and then we can make more money by having um, better properties.